Hello and welcome to another edition of the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast, a place to swing by for a brief moment for some stories, news, and things to ponder. It's a place to take a small pause from your busy day. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a pop, as we like to call it here in the North Country, and kick back for a moment and take a breather. Lately in many social media posts and magazine articles, there's been many stories on the topic about multi-generational living. The U.S. Census Bureau defines multi-generational families as those consisting of more than two generations living under the same roof. In 2016, a record number 64 million people, or 20% of the population of the United States, lived with multi-generational families. And it is on the rise as baby boomers age and housing prices continue to increase. We live in the country and we have a ranch style house with a walkout basement that we were fortunate enough to raise our four kids in over the past two decades. One by one they graduated high school, went on to college, jobs, the military, and some got married and went on to have families of their own. It was a whirlwind of activities during that season in our lives. Within a few years of our oldest moving out, We found ourselves watching the taillights of our youngest daughter's car as she drove off to college and eventually went on to enter the Air Force. At long last, our house was empty. It was just the two of us now living in the main level of the house. The downstairs where the kids' bedrooms had been was quiet and way too empty. It was hard after 20-plus years. I found myself tearing up every time I had to go to the downstairs. We were officially called empty nesters by our friends and family. That round of empty nesting lasted about five months. Our daughter was over one day with her kids. At the time, her and her husband had five kids, three of which had recently been adopted. I'm not sure how or when the conversation turned to what to do with the very vacant downstairs, but before long, we had a plan to convert it into a separate dwelling place and that they would move into in a short while, kind of a time to regroup, save some money, and eventually move to Duluth about 90 miles away. The conversation involved moving the kitchen cabinets from the upstairs to the downstairs, putting in a new bathroom and laundry area in the downstairs also. Fortunately, our son-in-law is a carpenter and a cabinet maker, so in short time the project was completed and they were moved into their new place. Once again, we had noise and movement downstairs. There were little ones running all over the backyard. When I looked out, there were tears of joy, seeing the two generations out in the yard playing ball in the field. While both of us had our own entryway and kitchen, bathroom, and laundry, we began our journey together of multi-generational living under the same roof. As best we could, we all tried to respect each other's space. But with five little ones in the house, they floated between grandparents and parents daily with the absolute knowledge that mom and dad were the ones to turn to for permission and for stuff like the final say. Grandma and Grandpa were just the ones to go to for the extras, undivided attention, rocking, cookies, refrigerator art. The two years they were living with us were filled with activities and lots of help from them with our house projects. There were some challenges that needed to be worked out, but for the most part, we all managed. The key was honoring each other's space and lifestyles. By the time they were ready to move to Duluth, they had six kids. Our little grandson was born here. And at four months old, they were ready to move to Duluth. Once again, for the second time, we were faced with being empty nesters again. 
My husband let our son, our second born, know that the downstairs was free if he and his family wanted to join us out in the country, and they both had a good laugh. But a few hours later, he texted with the message they were thinking about it so they could save for a house. Within another few hours, the next text said, We want to move in downstairs. Is it still okay? So within the week of our daughter leaving, our son, daughter-in-law, and his five kids were setting up their household to live with us for the next two years. Once again, the downstairs was full of activity that bustled over to the upstairs and out to the yard. Early one morning at dawn, we were greeted with the screeching of a recorder beneath our bedroom window. The five-year-old was playing us a song. Yeah, our house was full again. And by the time they were ready to move out, we had another new grandson. They had six kids. Our son and family lived with us for about two years before making the decision to move to North Carolina and find work there. It was a hard and sad goodbye when they got in their suburban and headed out, not knowing when we would see each other again. They had been in North Carolina for the past three years. So once again, for a third time, we were faced with being empty nesters with a vacant downstairs and empty swing set in the backyard. We now had three of the four kids living a thousand miles away or more from us. Our daughter and family was about two hours away. It would be visits few and far in between to see them. I had set up a group chat room so the grandkids always could contact us or their cousins. That's become our lifeline for the last three years. We began to adapt to our lives as empty nesters, remembering to lock the house when we left, stop the mail when we travel, a task we never had to do before with all the people living here. About a year into our empty nest lifestyle, we got word that our daughter and Duluth and family were considering moving in for a bit again while they were building a house 30 miles away from us. One weekend when they were coming to visit us, they showed up with their trailer full of their household belongings. They had made the decision to move back. By nightfall, the kids were all tucked into their beds in their new old home. My daughter was a few months pregnant when they moved back and started going into preterm labor. She was put in the hospital until the baby would be delivered. Our little two-pound grandson was born three and a half months early. He and our daughter would spend a total of five months in the hospital in the NICU. Between their dad and my work schedule, we were able to keep the other seven kids home and maintaining a somewhat normal daily routine. I can't even imagine what would have happened had we not been living together again at this time in our lives. Our grandson came home to the family and is about to turn two years old in a few weeks. He's lively and healthy, has caught up in development. He's our little miracle. It's been such a blessing to have him living downstairs with us and his family and be able to watch him grow during this time. A few months ago, our son and family were home for three weeks from North Carolina, and our daughter and family were also living here at that time. We had 20 people living under one roof. That is multi-generational living at its best and its craziest. Everyone's gone home now, and our daughter and family have moved to their new home north of us about 30 miles. We continue to adapt to this empty nest living. Those years of multi-generational living with different ones of our children and their family. It's been a blessing for all of us. I don't think any of us would have changed it. Last week, our son called and told us he had accepted a position with his job that has a facility here in Minnesota. The conversation started with, Hey, Mom, is the downstairs available for about a year? And so the empty nest will once again become full. Mm -hmm.
You've been listening to the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast. We're happy and honored you've taken the time from your busy day to give us a listen. If you've enjoyed spending this time together, please feel free to tell your family and friends to stop by and give us a listen. Feel free to also leave us a message here and subscribe to the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast. You can also visit us at www.solidrockminnesota.com. Until next time, may you be surrounded by life, love, laughter, and those who truly know you. Take care and many blessings.